This is the School of Woo Woo. Welcome, students. Students, seekers, and people looking to have a good time. Hell yeah. We'll be your guides on this metaphysical adventure. I'm Amber. I'm Leah. And class is now in session. Welcome back, students. Hi, class. We are here to talk about some ways you can woo your health care. I love that. Yeah. I think that's a different topic, though. That's how do I date my provider. <laughs> also little... wondering that if you have tips, Amber. <laughs> how to woo-woo your health care. How about that? So with health care, there's, um, you might have noticed through our Ayurveda and our chakras that we've got all different ideas on how you can be taking care of your body. Yeah, we believe that health care is a basic human right. And so we're sitting in a blanket fort. We're not writing policy. We're not. So <laughs> what we we can do is give you some alternatives to Western healthcare that mm-hmm. are probably, I mean, better, let's be real, unless it's an emergency. <laughs> we believe that Western medicine is excellent for emergencies and that traditional medicine is excellent for maintaining your health and just the natural balance of your system. Mm-hmm. And it's nice with those traditional therapies that they want to like, it is more of a folk medicine. It is, like, mm-hmm. ways that the people can kind of, like, care for themselves. Well, it's the oldest medical systems known to man. So mm-hmm. we know that there's sacred wisdom there. Mm-hmm. And so we want to at least give you a sneak peek at it and encourage everybody to step out and find their own providers that they feel comfortable with. This is very of the moment, but also something that is kind of always in the background. Um, Pandemics are something that people fear. That's why movies are made about it. That's why (laughs) our leaders talk about it. And you're really much less likely to succumb to a pandemic if you have a really nice balance in your system, particularly your immune system. Mm -hmm. And so most traditional medicine really speaks to keeping your immune system Operating at its peak levels. And so even when we look at, um, there's like a traditional foods book that I have, and it's Mm -hmm. a lot of fermented food, which is Mm -hmm. really good for your Mm -hmm. gut health. And we know that gut health is really, really important when we look at the immune system. And also your happiness. And also your happiness, Mm -hmm. because what are we really talking about? Mind, body, spirit. And that's the difference often between traditional medicine and Western medicine, Mm -hmm. is that Western medicine often wants to address a symptom, but it's not necessarily the most effective way to heal the body. And that's why, you know, when we talk about the chakras, we're talking about what might you be seeing with someone's personality if that chakra is out of balance, either over or under, but what also might be happening physically, because it's in a lot of traditional um, medicines, then it is linked. Mm-hmm. If you see one, you see the other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's silly to think that your mind doesn't affect your body because we know why do we say to each other all the time, mind over matter? Mm-hmm. Because we know that the mind can impact the system. And one of the killers that's being highlighted more and more in the United States is stress. Mm-hmm. And stress is often, it's just your mind mm-hmm. putting ideas about a situation and then that's impacting your body. It's often not like physical stress. I think when we talk about stress, what gets lost in that, because it's so true, stress is like, I think the number one killer now. I think it is being I, like, if it's not, I it's think it's the culprit right up there. of so many different diseases. And that's right. the conversation that's not being had is, but why is stress the number one killer? And one of the reasons is that it creates inflammation in the system. And inflammation mm-hmm. is what, like number two? Right. As as, right. Like, how you're going to die. It tears things up. It's it tears things burning up. Burning it up the tissues. It's so bad for the heart. Mm. So there's this like, it's like when people say lifestyle drives me crazy. It's like when people say mindfulness, it drives me crazy because it we're does not. Drive it crazy. does drive me crazy. Yeah. And the reason is that we're not having a real conversation about why mindfulness matters, why lifestyle matters, mm-hmm. why stress matters. Because I think when we say stress kills, that doesn't really mean anything to a lot of people. We have to make it more clear what the link is between stress and death. This is just now bringing me back to kink. <laughs> Nobody saw that happening. No, I always see that happening. <laughs> like, that's 
<laughs> you always do. So well done, like, you. So this is related to sex. <laughs> um, well, that sex. Well, this was a total different side note than what I was originally going to say. But you know, sex does up everyone's endorphins. It and makes you happy. System. It ups your immune system. Come on, you should be having more of it. You're but, so right. <laughs> I am right. <laughs> Come have some with me. Someone, oh, wow. not you. I was not. I, that was not directed at Leah. That was directed to some student out in the the big wide open of the world. So one of the things about BDSM is that it's believed to be a form of eustress, and that's EU stress. So if anyone wants to look that up, and it's the opposite of distress. So distress is, we all know that feeling. You're overwhelmed. It's too much. You are failing at something, but you stress, you were often challenged in a way that makes you feel good and uplifted at the end of it. So like a really good workout might feel really hard in the moment. And at the end, you're like, fuck, yeah, I did that. But people often experience that also with um, some BDSM things. Like if you're going through something of being like tied up and then someone's beating you, it might seem distressful like in the moment, although a lot of people get pleasure out of that. And then you leave feeling like uplifted. Mm-hmm. I, I feel better about yourself. Different hormones are being released. Totally. Often a lot of pleasurable hormones are released during that experience. It mm-hmm. makes me, because how could we talk about BDSM and not talk about astrology? How could we not? <laughs> and this is all related to your healthcare, people. <laughs> yeah, can't you tell? Yes. It's all for you. It just makes me think of when we look at a chart and you see squares and there's mm-hmm. that people have that immediate automatic response of red lines. Yes. Mm. Oh no, mm. I have red lines. Yes. But it's similar to that in you have that friction, but it's not always bad. Right. And if you have a chart with someone, if you're looking at a synastry chart with this, which is your comparison to someone else's, if there are no red lines, the relationship is actually incredibly boring. Yeah, because there's no movement, there's, there's no, no tension. Action. There's no te- there's not I mean sometimes that's good sex. Tension? Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> little friction. I know. You, little need a little, you need a little bit of red lines in there. To <laughs> little ready red lines. Get the juices flowing. <laughs> um, yeah, so, you know, the, the stress can be good, but oftentimes we only have this negative stress in our lives and then we don't have a way to release it. So people mm-hmm. are just piling on all of this negative stress. And some of these traditional things, they're ironically not going to tell you to go out and have someone tie you up. <laughs> I, I think that you should. Um, but they are going to give you ideas on that's why meditation is important and, mm-hmm. you know, is to kind of release this stress out of your body. Mm-hmm. So if you're sitting listening to this, saying to yourself, I can't meditate, we don't believe you. One, I'm. if you were in front of me saying that, it might make me want to hit you. So I'm like... <laughs> Wait, I'm gonna sit so on my hands. Just to Leah. More. Yeah, Leah. Just saying that. I'm like, okay. I'm gonna take a deep breath and put my hands behind my knees. I think there's this silly idea that still exists surrounding meditation that it comes really easily to some people. That some people like super enjoy just sitting and like letting thoughts pass by. Right. And I think that's definitely the minority. Yeah. Most people do struggle, especially in the beginning when they start totally. their meditation practice. Mm-hmm. To to relax, to not think about other things, mm-hmm. to not want to just jump out of their skin. Right. You're just like the rest of us. No, I know. When people are like, my mind is rambling. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> that that's means a you need meditation more yes. than you think you do. That's called the monkey mind and get a mantra. It gives the monkey something to concentrate on. The monkey can go up the mantra, down the mantra. It's like a monkey on a ladder. That's why there's the saying, if you meditate five minutes, if you don't have five minutes, meditate for an hour. Yeah. Yeah. It's a saying for a reason. Like if you don't have the time, it is annoying. I will grant you that. That has some validity. I will grant you that it's super fucking annoying. Yeah. So, you know, get your meditation time in, even if it is Starting with a minute a day. Oh, absolutely. A minute a day is profound. Like, if that's all you can do, good fucking job. Good fucking job on everyone who's nailing that. Yeah. Yeah. So speaking of nailing it and sex, because we (laughs) just never can veer too far I know. I'm like, good, good segue. (laughs) I like it. Um, So if you aren't in partnership with someone or if you don't have someone that you casually have sex with, um, that doesn't mean that you can't have the benefits that are similar to having sex. Not as great, let's be real. We all know it's true. Unless you're asexual and that's cool too. 
just simply physical touch has a lot of the same benefits as sex when it comes to your immune system. Mm -hmm. So, you know, asking someone, can I hold your hand or can I give you a hug? And hugging for more than 20 seconds, Mm -hmm. that's when we really know that there are benefits to that physical touch. Or cuddling your friends platonically. Like, let's fucking normalize this. It's 2020. I totally cuddle friends. I know. I'm like, Rosa, where are you? I want to cuddle you right now. (laughs) I mean, I have like the weirdest. (laughs) Rosa and I can just like cuddle on a couch and like watch a movie. Yeah. I made Amber come cuddle with me the other night in bed because I was having some weird experience with my body. Yeah, we did that. (laughs) But mostly Leah woke me up in the middle of the night and then kept saying, am I having a heart attack? And I was like, I don't think you're having a heart attack. I think you're having a panic attack. And so I was like, Kind of going back to sleep. You guys, how fun would it be to live with me? Aren't you jealous? <laughs> I was like, uh, I think you're having a panic attack. And then finally. Okay, um, but I do want to point out, like, I hate that I even have to point this out and that you're not pointing it out. Okay. That as far as panic attacks go, I was pretty fucking calm. She was pretty fucking calm because she kept saying, so when do we call this a heart attack and go to the hospital? And I was like, I'm never going to call it that. So if you're going to call, you have to make that call. Like if you you say we're going to the hospital, okay, I'll take you to the hospital, but I'm not going to recommend it. I'm going to tell you to go to bed. I took aspirin and then just tried to remain calm simply because if it was a heart attack, I figured the panic part was going to be particularly detrimental. So finally, I'm like, do you want to lay down? And Leah was like, yes. I was like, okay, do you want me to lay down with you? And she was like, yes. I was like, okay. So This I... was Ace's best night ever, by the way. He was, was stoked about it. He was like, and I get to lay down with you on the bed? Yes. Cool. Right. Panic attacks for the win. He's like, this is my best puppy life. <laughs> yeah. So... We're in the bed, and I'm like, okay, Leah's finally settled. Everything's fine. I go to curl up on my side because that's how I sleep, and I put my hand under my pillow, which was Leah's pillow, and what did I palm? Leah's vibrator. And I was like, are you fucking serious right now? Now I'm having a panic attack. Except I was so fucking tired. This is what I thought. Don't touch your face when you wake up and like promptly fell asleep because I was so fucking tired. I was like, oh my gosh, fuck off, Leah. And I couldn't even tell her that because she had finally just settled down from having a panic attack. And that class is what we call a full circle moment because Amber used to sell dildos and vibrators and I got it from her. You did. I was like, I I know this, this vibrator. Yep. And then when I woke up the next morning, I forgot, but I hadn't touched my face, but I (laughs) laid down, I like cuddled back into my pillow when I like woke up and like palmed the vibrator again. And I was like, okay, no, I can't. Nope. I'm getting up now. Not again. Fool me once. If it's the middle of the night and I'm exhausted, I'm like, I don't fucking care. But now it's morning. Let's go wash my hands and then bitch out my friend. (laughs) Yeah, so it turns out that I was talking to my own, like, spiritual mentor slash reader, Mm -hmm. and she gave me insight on that because I was like, it doesn't really make much sense. I really have never done this panic attack thing. I'm Mm. an anxious person, but panic attacks, they're not really my gig. Oh, I was going to say, well, that was that time with the weed. Yeah, I was severely overdosed. <laughs> yes. That had a panic attack. Okay. That was horrible. That was horrible. But again, I was still pretty calm. <laughs> it was just a horrible experience for both of us. What is a horrible experience? Anyway, yeah. so... Kids, do not play with these new fucking concentrates that are being just tossed around <laughs> like they're safe. Right. I'm like, this is not fun. Leah's in the middle of a panic attack from way super overdosing and then saying, I need the weed that my parents smoked. (laughs) (laughs) This is too much. (laughs) Exactly. Yep. One of our friends knowingly overdosed me and um, no consent was had. And I would never do that again. That was very not kind. (laughs) You know who you are. You did that. Anyway, you were talking about your spiritual guide. Someone was helping you work through this panic attack. So I was chatting with her, and she said, 
I hadn't mentioned the panic attack. She just said, you're actually um, working on becoming a heart empath. And so your heart is in the process of expanding. And so as we chatted it through, I was like, so this is why it keeps feeling like I'm having a heart attack. And she's like, oh, yeah, it's like a major download. Like, well, that's good to know. So I won't wake up Amber next time. <laughs> right. I'll call on my spirit guide some more. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah. Waking me up in the middle of the night, I'm like, no. But even if I do, now you know. I don't to think check I under the pillow it. first. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> now I know what. It's pink. If anyone was wondering. <laughs> I have anything else? <laughs> anything less Any feminine other, than a yeah, exactly <laughs> than a pink vibrator? Um, so this is a really good point, though. That according to your reader, you had something metaphysical happening to you that mm-hmm. was showing up physically. Exactly. Right. So you would have shown up at the doctor, or you know, the taking me taking you to the <laughs> ER, and then they'd been like, "Nothing's wrong with you." Oh my gosh, this is reminding me. I'm sure it's another embarrassing story about me. I feel nervous. Okay. Bernie <laughs> at the vet. <laughs> this is another embarrassing story about okay. me. Nothing to do with heart downloads no! or expansion. This is just me roasting <laughs> Leah. Okay. So we all know that Leah's dog, Bernie, used to punk her all the time. He was very ill, but would always like be fine except for when Leah was around. <laughs> yeah. so. I know. What does that actually make it? Who had the Munchausens in that scenario? <laughs> right. So Leah freaks out. Why did, were you upset? Because his bladder was full no, or something? because his bladder was full. I can't remember. If but Leah has made her dad and I go to the vet a lot over <laughs> Bernie. God rest his soul. But... Um, um, yeah, take it away, because Leah. Because he had eaten jambalaya that my okay. father had made and had not mentioned that he had, like, whoops, dropped a bunch on the floor, and Bernie was very, like, quick to the rescue. Yes. So, And I he just, had pancreatitis. He had a very strict diet. pancreatitis, You had to constantly y'all. watch what he If you eat. have chronic pancreatitis and you're listening, I really feel for you, and I would go to the doctor with you in a heartbeat if you needed it. Okay. <laughs> Anyway, very big of you. We take him to the vet and I'm like, gosh, his stomach feels so tight, like right around where they always tell you to check if it's a pancreatic Mm -hmm. attack. And so they're just like looking at me so because he's not exhibiting any symptoms. (laughs) Okay, she took an asymptomatic dog (laughs) to the vet. Right. (laughs) Well, anyway, so. They just kind of, like, keep looking at me with, like, these weird, I don't know how to help this woman faces. And so finally <laughs> because they've they're seen like, Leah a lot also. This is not. Unfortunately <laughs> true. Unfortunately they're true. They're, like, on a first name basis. <laughs> they actually aren't that kind. They never remember my name. You want to know why? Because I'm sure they made up a nickname for me that was funny and mean. <laughs> yes, if I worked in that office, I would have. Yes. Been like, oh, here she is again. <laughs> Nobody remembers your name. <laughs> Exactly. Anyway. They're like they're all just looking at you, thinking, "Don't say the nickname. Don't <laughs> yes. use the nickname." Ironically, I'd be the only one who would be like, "That's funny. Let's, <laughs> right. go, let's roll with it from yeah. here on out." Yeah. <laughs> Anyhow, so they usher me out of the room because it's an emergency vet office. They clearly have more pressing matters to deal with. <laughs> so I get up to the front desk to check out, and I can see because it's all fucking glass, y'all. This emergency vet has like just glass everywhere to the back room where they operate and do all this shit. So I can see them and they're hysterically laughing. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I really hope that's not about me. Oh, it was about you. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so finally the woman running the front desk pops her head in the back and says like, all right, like what's the charge? (laughs) Like she's waiting to pay and they're like, Still cackling, and they're like, "No payment today. No payment necessary." So yeah, they're like, "We've taken enough of your money, and really, you paid us back. I paid for their new wing. <laughs> My name should be on that wing. Whatever My your nickname, name, yeah, yeah. <laughs> your fake nickname should be on that wing." And you gave them a laugh, and you helped them dispel some stress. You're that day. Fucking welcome. So that's why they didn't charge you. Yep. They should have been paying you. Exactly. <laughs> it's a comedy show. Precisely. This is what you came here for, folks. <laughs> More humiliating stories about Leah. Yes. 
you get to hear about me with Leah's vibrator, and you get to hear about Leah and her dog with no symptoms going to the vet. So what we're going to lead into is going to be Thai medicine. Yep. And we invited Karen Whitoff to come and just give us some information about it. And then for Friday Fuckery episode, she chose a secret to be mm-hmm. what she tells. She's very bold and very brave. She is very brave. So tune in on Friday Fuckery. Yes, to hear the secret um, because it will apply to a lot of people, mm-hmm. I believe. Mm-hmm. Okay, and with that, we are going to commercial. We are here for a secret recording commercial, and I'm so excited because I love secret recordings, and um, Karen came in and said she wanted to do a commercial for Leah and her business coaching, and Leah's told us no, that she didn't want to do that, and we're like, Leah, put yourself out there. She does not ever want to put herself out there, and so we're doing it behind her back. So thanks, Karen, for coming in for the secret recording. Oh, my God. And she's such an amazing business coach. I like to call her my intuitive business coach because she brings her intuition into it. And, like, if you're heading in the wrong direction, Mm -hmm. she'll, like, nudge you intuitively. Like, hey, no, I think we need to be heading this way. Mm -hmm. But I meet with her once a month. And she really will. She'll build you up in a realistic way and give you really great feedback regardless of whether it's, like, on your Instagram account or your bio or whatever it might be and she also leaves you with really good homework and like you're waiting to meet with her again because I'm like I did my homework yes she's great at that and then I love when you don't even know what it is that you want to say yeah and she takes everything that you're kind of rambling about and she's able to really articulate it back to you and so sometimes when you're lost and you're like I just have this urge and this yearning to do something she She's able to really see the picture. Yes. And then say it back to you. And then it's like, oh, yes, it all makes sense now. Why couldn't I come up with that on my own? But that's really a strength of hers. Yeah, she really has a gift. Yes. So we recommend seeing Leah Hart for your intuitive business coaching. And you can slide into our DMs if you want to connect with her that way. Or you can also just book a session with her on my website, amberjohnson.com. That's A-M-B-R-E johnson.com. Welcome back, students, from that commercial break, and we are here with Karen Whitoff with Five Element Medicinals and Thai Body Work. Hi, Karen. Oh, hi, ladies. Welcome. Glad to have you. I'm so excited to <laughs> finally be in the fucking blanket fort. <laughs> Yay! We are stoked to have you. Oh, my gosh. And we were just talking about, like, how cozy and comfy it is. Mm. I know it's about to get really warm in here, but right now I'm like, ugh, I'm just perfect. <laughs> <laughs> this is like camping tent vibes tonight. It does. It changed that. the lighting yeah. up, and it's delightful. Karen wishes that she uh, could have laid down in here. I was like, I know. This actually would have been really cozy. Yeah. Like, cuddle up. Yes. I love little blanket forts. Who <laughs> no, doesn't? Who doesn't? Like, right. as a kid. Like, even with my kids, I'm like, let's make a blanket fort. Right. right. So you're adult friends as well. You yes. hang out with them and yes. make blanket forts. We don't have kids to make blanket tents with. Or blanket right. forts with. This is what we had to resort to. This is professional this is not kid play. No, this is a this really is obviously. fucking pro blanket fort. I, would, I am impressed. It's like, damn. I just want to point out that if you've been in our blanket fort before, this is a new studio. It's been redone. That's why Karen's saying that. Previous guests are like, it's not that fucking amazing. Right. Yeah. Like, like, I'm pretty sure it collapsed on me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's a different fort for every person. Oh my god! Yeah. It's true. It yeah. almost has been. We're mm-hmm. making it unique for you. Oh, thank yeah. you. <laughs> you really brought some yummy vibes today. So, Karen, tell us a little bit about you. Tell us about your journey as a healer. Well, I'm a Virgo. Mm-hmm. Thank always, you for knowing. Yes, always good to say right off the bat. Yes, and I was like, I'm just been showing these ladies my new planner that's very Virgo. Oh yes, it lots is very of Virgo. lists. I love yes, it. it's lists within lists. 
it's within list. And then Karen was like, I wonder if a Virgo made this. I was like, probably. Yeah. Probably. We're going to yeah. have to check that out. <laughs> so um, my journey as a healer, I started practicing Thai massage, um, I think, eight years ago now. Mm-hmm. And I took a little class at, it was then Laughing Lotus, but now Open Space. And it was just like a 50-hour intro, but I couldn't really afford it. So I like got my friends and family to help me prepay for it. I'm like, hey, if you give me 50 bucks, I'll give you like a 75-minute massage Mm -hmm. when I'm done with this class. And miraculously, people believed in me and did it. So it was like love at first touch. After the first class, I went home so excited. And that was just kind of like the beginning of this beautiful journey that has led me to like study Thai medicine more in depth and on through Thai massage and Thai medicine, Thai herbalism. Okay. I love that boldness to go to your friends and family and say like, I know that this is what I'm being called to do. And I wish that all of us felt comfortable enough and bold enough and courageous enough to do that because the world would be such a different place because what did that allow all those other people to do in their lives? I wonder that you said like, I'm going to do this grassroots Kickstarter essentially. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I'm like, who knows what their journeys turned into? Yeah. Well, they all got good massages. Very I true. I can vouch for that. I've had multiple yeah. massages from Karen. They're lovely. They're amazing. And and the first time I got a massage from you, actually, you had asked me if I'd ever had it before. And I was like, no. And you're like, okay, well, you might feel like woozy. And I was thinking, okay, whatever. Like, I've had a massage before. <laughs> I bet I'm going to be okay. And it was my birthday. And then I had to go out and, like, meet people. And it actually made me, like, super lightheaded. And I don't think I could even drive. I was like, oh, my gosh. Thank goodness Leah's driving right now. Because it really did affect me. Like, stirred the up. The only time Amber's ever said that, too. Oh, wow. I, I don't, <laughs> For you to yeah, drive. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, Leah, drive. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. And you're like, uh, okay, I guess. Yes, right? Like, are yeah. you sure you want to drive? <laughs> How dizzy are you on a scale of one to ten? Yeah. Dizzy. Totally. Yeah, yeah. No, it just felt like um, it, you had awakened so many different pathways of energy mm-hmm. within my body. Mm. And so I was like, oh, okay, this is different than a, mm-hmm. a regular, like, table massage. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like amazing. So I say go see Karen. I know this isn't like our commercial, but also go see Karen. Okay. Yeah. Come see me. What is Thai medicine? Thai medicine is this rich, elementally based medical system that obviously comes from Thailand. Yeah. (laughs) It's in the name. Um, And it consists of internal and external therapies, but also divination, spirit medicine, Buddhism, and midwifery. Oh, okay. Awesome. So with, with the Thai medicine, one of the things I recognize about it is that you call it a slow medicine. Mm-hmm. which is also kind of the basis of Ayurveda. It's different than Western medicine where neither of these practices believe in a magic bullet. You know, it's like you're going right, to take this right. slow process to your right. health and you're even going to slow down your life maybe to really get your health um, more balanced, your body back into more balance. Oh, definitely. And I think that's any traditional medicine. It's mm-hmm. not a band-aid approach. Like, hey, you have a symptom. Let's like give you a fucking pill Mm -hmm. that's gonna like stop that symptom but at the same time it gives you like all these other side effects Mm -hmm. and it's like let's look at you as a whole person and not just look at like this symptom but like let's look at your lifestyle what you eat how your elimination is Mm -hmm. and the thing about Thai medicine again that's similar to Ayurveda is say somebody has the same symptom as someone else you wouldn't necessarily treat that person the same way exactly Exactly. Because you're being very individualized. Mm-hmm. Very, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you had mentioned that it was um, elemental. Can you expand on that a little bit more? Yeah. So like Ayurveda, Thai medicine is elemental. And so there are, depending on what you're studying, there could be four or five or six elements. But I'll talk about five elements because, you know, <laughs> kind of goes with that five element medicinal. Yeah. <laughs> That's your name. Yeah. yeah. And so earth is the heaviest element and earth is stability, it's support, that experience is like that stableness of earth. And then water is also heavy, but water is cohesion and fluidity. So if you're like thinking of like cake, like you have this beautiful moist cake and it sticks together and it's delicious, or you have this dry ass fucking piece of cake Mm -hmm. and it crumbles and it's like, you're like, meh. So water is like glue and it helps 
helps things kind of stick together. And then fire is a little bit, it's, well, it's lighter. It's light. It's one of the light ones. And it is the experience of fire is heat, if you could mm -hmm. imagine that. But its function is to create transformation and ripening. And that plays in with wind, which is also a light element. And wind is like in Ayurveda too. It's like the first element to kind of be out of sorts it's, usually. Yeah, it's easily yeah. put out of balance. Yeah. Which mm -hmm. makes sense. It's already moving. So it yeah. can easily move out of balance. Yeah. Right. It's and it's it super light. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And wind is is like the experience of wind is movement. And then the function though is like growth and vibration. So with fire we have that impetus for change and then wind is like the actual change in that movement. So like if you have a water that's in a stream and it's flowing yeah it's water but then the movement of the stream is wind mm -hmm. and then the light element the lightest and it's light like wind is space mm -hmm. and space sometimes can be lumped in with wind or just not even talked about because it's like duh it's fucking space it's mm -hmm. everywhere like there's more space than anything else but it is that idea that we're connected through the space mm -hmm. which i think people think Oh, if I'm not touching that person, I'm not touching that person. But energetically, like your auras may be still touching. Mm -hmm. Like you're still interacting with that person through mm -hmm. the space. Yeah. Everybody knows that experience of having someone walk into a room and immediately the energy shifts. Like, yeah. Oh, mm -hmm. Maybe it's an Aquarius. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Probably. Exactly. <laughs> So tell us a little bit about Thai massage. For someone that hasn't experienced Thai massage before, what would they expect if they came to see you or a different Thai massage practitioner? Well, um, one of the big differences, like just visually, is that like I practice Thai massage and most everybody that I know on a mat on the floor and you wear clothes during it, like loose fitting clothes so I can move you in whatever position I might need to move you in. And then I also um, might use some passive stretching that people most likely are like if they google time massage they like see these crazy mm -hmm. moves mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah when we all work together in the same facility and we would be telling women they need to go see Karen and they would look up Thai massage and then they'd call back and be like, I need to cancel my appointment. And so I just started telling people, don't Google it. Whatever you see on Google <laughs> images is not what she's going right. to do to you, especially because we all worked with pregnant women. Yeah. So it was like, she's not going to take a pregnant woman and lift her over your head no. oh with your God. feet. No. Like no one's going to do that simply from a liability <laughs> standpoint, but also that's not what it's about. No. And yeah, like pregnant women, it's like herbal compresses and yeah. like mm -hmm. your body's doing so much already. Mm -hmm. We don't need to like have some massive detoxifying massage because mm -hmm. you're like, Super. you're fucking growing a baby. Yeah. <laughs> I know a human. <laughs> right. Yeah. So it's a little bit different than what someone might um, expect to see. But with that passive stretching, as you were calling it, that's mm -hmm. one of the ways that um, sometimes people call it Thai yoga massage which is not what it's called, but it kind of puts you into positions similar mm -hmm. to yoga. Totally. Yeah. And so, you know, you hate it when people call it the lazy man's yoga. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's my pet fucking peeve. Right. Mm -hmm. It is my pet peeve because I might not actually stretch everyone. Like, let's say I have somebody come in and they have, like, really tense muscles, but they're already a dancer, so they're super flexible. I don't need to stretch them. They mm -hmm. are already flexible. But, like, Leah might come in and maybe she's not super flexible. And I'm like, okay, let's stretch She's calling shit. me out. She, she doesn't even know how out. flexible I am. She doesn't. But she's been trying to get you on her mat for a while. I know. I don't think that negging me is going to get me out. <laughs> We're going to try a new technique. She's tried inviting you. She's tried pressuring you. Now she's, like, verbally harassing you on a podcast. Totally. <laughs> Be like, I don't know how flexible Leah is because Leah's never been on my mat before. Yeah. No, mm -hmm. but to your defense, I feel like you don't let anybody touch you in that it's, way. It's true. Yeah. Amber is one of the few people, which again, here we go. I'm just setting it up for why people think we're lovers. <laughs> Only I get to touch her that way, Karen. You show me how that you want to massage her and I'll do it. <laughs> that sounds like a fun party. <laughs> Oh, like the blanket for after hours. Right. <laughs> like, 
like, whoa, it is getting hotter in here. Well, that brings up a very good point. So for people who aren't comfortable with a lot of touch, especially people who, like myself, don't just want to meet a stranger and then completely take off their clothes, which is Amber. She's like, why are we not naked right now? First of all, why are we naked and sitting on things? That's so gross. (laughs) (laughs) So very different. We're definitely the odd couple. Yeah. Um, So for someone who's more like me, who wants to stay clothed, Thai massage is an excellent option. Mm -hmm, Because you're not going to get naked like you would on a table for a regular, typical Swedish massage that I feel like most of our students are familiar with. Yeah, definitely. I think clothes is a nice thing. Actually, I had this one patient that came to see me and I did Thai massage on her. And it was at the time, like right after I'd actually gone to massage school. So I actually did backing up to my healer's journey. I actually practiced Thai massage for, I think, five years or four years, whatever. I can't do the math before going to massage school to actually become an LMT. Mm-hmm. And so I did like a few massages on a table after that and realized I fucking hated it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. she got on the table fully clothed under the sheet and I was like, oh, I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> <laughs> That's it's okay. Like the convergence of both. Totally. But which brings me to the point that Thai massage could be practiced on the table and the difference is that me bringing that Thai medical theory and that knowledge to the massage that I, which if I did practice on the table, it would still have that background mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. it. That makes sense. But I'm not going to practice on a table, so it's not your roots. <laughs> well, no. and I think people should know that you use your whole body in doing the yes, massage. Yes, yes. So, so it's not, again, like people are used to, oh, massaging is with the hands, but you use your feet like on a neck or something. Mm-hmm. Or you might be using your body to move in my body and like manipulate it in a whole different way. Yes, mm-hmm. definitely. I love to use my feet and I might use my knees, my forearms. Obviously, I think mm-hmm. everybody uses their farms and then my hands. Mm-hmm. I yeah. don't know, you know, chicken or the egg. You are one of the strongest people I've ever met. Mm-hmm. And so it's like you're very, I have actually come to you before for a session. So you forgot. So it wasn't that special. Oh, um, my God! <laughs> <laughs> It's probably like you know. It was it was forever. It was years ago. It was years ago. But I was so impressed by how smoothly you move the body. Like I have a larger body, and you just very easily like moved Mm -hmm. it. And so that would be so awkward if you weren't so strong, because it'd be you'd feel almost unstable in that kind of space with you totally yeah and no karen is, makes me feel like a pixie she's like yes and i'll just move your body right. over here and i'm like great i think awesome. it's an egg thing i feel like i've always been really strong, strong. yeah yeah so because i have seen you before for a session <laughs> oh my god <laughs> um one of the other things that i want to mention that's slightly different about the time massage is the intake paperwork. It's a little bit more involved and the questions are very different than most traditional massage. Yeah, I think sometimes people get surprised that it's like I I do ask the musculoskeletal stuff, but I also ask lifestyle questions of like, how are you sleeping? What's your elimination like? And what do you do to de-stress? And just kind of like, what is your average day Mm-hmm. Just to kind of get an idea. Do you, and also for people that have a lot of anxiety, like that is also one of the questions because it's going to inform how I'm going to massage them. But also I talk to them face to face a lot as well. So it's probably a lot longer because usually you go into a room and this is what I experience a lot in Anchorage, which is my frustration because Maybe it's because I'm a Virgo, but also because I'm a massage therapist. (laughs) And I'm like, like, wow, this is fucking lame. But I'll like one person in particular, but all of them, you go in the room, what's going on with you, man? And you tell them what's going on with you. And and that's like 30 second exchange. Mm -hmm. And then this person would come back in and I call it techniquing because he would always do the same fucking routine Mm. every time. And I'm like, why are you even asking me what's wrong with me? (laughs) Because it doesn't fucking matter it doesn't change what they're going to do right right Mm -hmm. right 
yeah, it doesn't change. But for me, it will definitely inform what I'm going to work on. Right. And you asking about eliminations. I feel like that's more of a traditional medicine thing. That's a kind of point of difference from Western medicine. Mm -hmm. If you go in for a cough to a Western doctor, they're not going to start with, how are you pooping? Uh You know, but definitely with both of these medicinal systems you would be like how are you pooping like (laughs) like look at your shit people it's Mm -hmm. really important there's so much information there there Mm -hmm. is the way that you're like having a bowel movement that experience itself is going to inform you about what color it is what it smells like the texture all of that is important to start Mm -hmm. following for yourself people look in the toilet after you go to the bathroom yeah if you're tracking your bowels that's going to be one of the ways that you're going to see that your system's out of balance before you have a major illness Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, and, and that like digestion just like changes pretty rapidly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to add that um, I always like to look at my kids' shits. Mm-hmm. And my husband thinks I'm so weird. And my oldest kid, of course, who's like his mini me is like, he doesn't want me to see his poop anymore. <laughs> yeah. But my other one is like, mom, come look at this one. And I'm like, dang, that's a fucking good shit. It's well, good for kids yes. to know, though, that information. Yeah. Yeah. It's right. very empowering later. Mm-hmm. What is a good shit? And I find it, when I start to talk to people about, like, how are you going to the bathroom? That they'll often say normal and, like, get really weird about but it. But what's normal? But what's right? normal? What's like, normal? literally, you could ask 10 people and their normal is 10 different things. Mm-hmm. Totally. Mm-hmm. So maybe we should put a chart up of what your shit should normally be. Like, there what's should a be a chart. Shit? Yeah. And then, like... The different colors and smells. Like if you're, <laughs> and if you're what poo, it looks sm- like if it's like rabbit poop versus yes. like, you know, an S. There's mm-hmm. a lot of information to be had from that. I had a really good shit this morning. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I'm yeah. proud of you. And if you're listening to this on your lunch break or while you eat dinner or breakfast, I apologize. <laughs> Leah didn't know it was going to go this way. <laughs> The Capricorn in me is starting to sweat. I don't think it's just because it's hot in here. It's like it's inappropriate. Maybe it's time to take off a layer. Oh. It is time. It's time. I took off a layer. It's time for you to take off a layer. I didn't Leah. put on a bra. That's okay. This is better. This is better for us. Okay. So um, what are some of the other kind of external therapies that you might use on a client that I know that are a little bit different for a Thai massage? Yeah, so really it's like very personalized. So I do like maybe scar tissue treatment. So if somebody has some scarring that they want to work on or Mm -hmm. scar tissue, then I have a poultice that I might put on and and do some cupping. And I make different um, herbal oils and liniments Mm -hmm. that I use just to like add heat. Maybe somebody has some bruising, we might do a bunch of liniment on there. And then my favorite are the herbal compresses that I Mm -hmm. use, which is like almost everyone unless they're super super fiery I use herbal compresses Mm -hmm. on so other therapies like are cupping or scraping and the cool thing about cupping and scraping is that they're diagnostic Mm -hmm. and I think a lot of times people think like they talk about the bruises and I'm using like the quotation Mm -hmm. marks Mm -hmm. because it's not bruises unless you've been cupped or right and if you've ever seen it it's like circles often on someone's body. It looks super like painful, but it's not. Yeah. No, it's totally not. And the different colors that come up are different, like tell me different information. Mm-hmm. So like if you get injured and you cup over it, it's probably going to like turn bright red and because it's inflamed. And you'll, but if you cup over a different spot, it might not do much of anything it might just turn pink because you're bringing blood to the surface but it's not going to be like hey Mm -hmm. so when would cupping be valuable like why what's the benefit of the cupping so one of like with scar tissue like I was saying you put a poultice on and then wipe it away and you cup that area and kind of bring blood flow to the scar scarred area and that's going to help just break stuff up Mm -hmm. as well as like if let's say you have some sinus stuff which we may talk about facial cupping, but I'm not. Well, there. I was going to actually take <laughs> like, you into facial cupping because um, you very, very kindly let me use your beautiful cups. Mm-hmm. You had a beautiful set that you let me take home and use on my own face, and I loved them. And then I gave them back and was like, I should really go in for a treatment because I'm sure that it would be so much more incredible to have you actually use them on my face you know I think that I just want to empower people that to like I love to 
cut people's faces but mm -hmm. if you ever have congestion or anything like get a facial cup they're not too expensive and they're really great to cup your face and kind of like ease that pressure mm -hmm. and I actually take one when I fly because I have I get a lot of pressure in my head and it really helps relieve that pressure they're incredible mm -hmm. I highly recommend it plus you're talking about scarring and I'm just sitting over here thinking but that's so anti-aging what you're describing mm -hmm. if you have micro scarring if you think about wrinkles Oh, is that what that is? Mm -hmm. I mean, well, I you guys are the like fancy, scarring. like... I mean, it's like... Nordstrom girls. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we're very fancy sitting topless or half topless in our, in our blanket for it. Soup's classy. Yes. Um, so, is it used for anti-aging effects? Like, to make your face look more plump, potentially? Um, people might use it as for that. I think there are people that do, but I don't because it's not something that I... I'm drawn to. Right. Yeah. You You're can. like, it's not medicinal, bitch. Okay. <laughs> Get over your vanity. I can love yourself. But also cupping is like, it's not really a modality in of itself. It's, it's a tool. And so it's applying that negative pressure. And so really like when we... Um, we can get some of the same effects from massage, but it'll pull stuff up and will help your body um, process those like toxins and whatnot more easily than mm -hmm. if we were to push them deeper in. Like, yeah, your body could still process it, but it's going to have a more difficult time. Getting back out of the system. Yeah. Like Does to that detox make sense? in a way. Yeah, yes. And I want to go back just briefly about the cupping is because you were like, oh, yeah, it's not painful. But you've cupped my ass before. And it was very painful. And it was painful, yeah. like on my hip. So sometimes it is. So it I don't want people be. to think that it's never going to be painful. And when you do the thing, when you move them on the back, yeah, that can also, cups. sliding cups can sometimes be painful, but it's like that good hurt mm -hmm. kind of a pain. It just looks like severe trauma when you it, see it. I right, guess when you're what, done. Yeah, when yeah. you're done, it looks like someone's like kind of beat you with mm -hmm. circles. Yeah. But it, well, it, that, it doesn't hurt afterward. Like when you're done cupping, the pain immediately like goes away. So you had touched on scraping, but can you describe to our students it's gua sha? Is that how you say it? Gua sha is like the Chinese word for scraping and it's ku in Thai and it's just taking like a blunt um, object like the edge of a spoon or we see like buffalo horn or like I think I have a rose quartz scraper and just kind of going over the same area multiple times to bring that like heat in the and the lone bit or the toxic wind to the surface to help your body vent it. But what's cool, like scientifically, it brings like something like 200% more blood flow to the, that area. Wow. Mm -hmm. And it also stimulates your immune system. Mm -hmm. So there's some pretty powerful work done. And I know for me personally, like I get wiped out after I get scraped or mm -hmm. even cupped if I'm like have a lot of shit come up like I'm like okay I need to go take a nap now mm -hmm. process that. Let your body process mm -hmm. and totally. just so people know what to expect I have not experienced scraping so is that painful does it look painful it looks really fucking mm -hmm. painful it, it looks, looks like, a lot more yeah. painful than it is and okay. if it painful. is yeah if it is painful some I think like I have a friend with fibromyalgia and I would not scrape her because she has some heightened pain mm -hmm. responses. We've talked about the external therapies. Can you tell us a little bit about some internal therapies that you might recommend for a client? The first thing I want to bring up is the seven peppercorns, which is actually the name of one of my big big little textbooks from my teacher Neffer Jacobson who's like one of the first people that has written a book about Thai medicine in English for us English speaking folk but the idea of seven peppercorns is that the story goes the Buddha instructed the forest monks to take seven peppercorns every day to swallow them because they didn't have access to medicine and that was supposed to help with gas or it does help with gas kills bacteria it moves blood in your body and it reduces minor inflammation and helps prevent food poisoning mm -hmm. i love that mm -hmm. so much mm -hmm. i'm gonna run with that as a germaphobe mm. <laughs> <laughs> so this is great and if you're also a germaphobe out there you're running to the store right now to get whole plums because <laughs> they're supposed to be plump yes. like dark peppercorns yes and you're just gonna take it like a pill 
Mm-hmm. You're not going to chew yeah. it. No. That might be disastrous. That sounds horrible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm so excited to try this. So thank mm-hmm. you for that recommendation. Yeah. Well, I feel like with that, we didn't really talk too much about Buddha in the beginning, but that Buddha is actually like part of the Thai medicine. Yeah. That actually is a pretty important part that Thai medicine is a Buddhist medicine. And so though I'm not Buddhist, I study the Buddha Dhamma and it affects how I practice my massage and mm-hmm. just like studying the Brahma Viharas, which are loving kindness, compassion, sympathetic joy, and equanimity. Mm-hmm. And I think that has really helped me because I'm a pretty fiery fucking person (laughs) and like I just want to pop off and kind of I get a little like heated and really just reminding myself of compassion is really Mm -hmm. important for me and so it's really helped me in my own life and then in my practice as well. Mm-hmm. And it makes you kinder to yourself. Anytime we start to practice compassion, yes. it ends up, it's like, oh, I think I'm doing this for everyone else. And it's like, no, sweets, so you're doing it for yourself. Mm-hmm. Doing it for you. Be kind to and you. And my family, because they're yeah. like. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. But that, I think we often like don't think about how much it's going to affect us and our internal dialogue. So another thing I might recommend that isn't Thai medicine for digestion well and could be as well are bitters Mm -hmm. and we have bitters like at least here in alaska readily available to us in the summertime in the form of dandelion if you walk out your door like fucking dandelions Mm -hmm. are everywhere i love dandelions Mm -hmm. but i hear so many people complain and i'm like it's painful to hear people complain about i think people complain because they don't know that it's medicine yeah, mm-hmm. I think so. They're just like, oh my gosh, it's a weed. They've been taught that it's a negative thing. But mm-hmm. I'm like, no, there's so much medicine locked into that whole entire plant for you. Yeah. And that's what a gift what, it is. That's what both of you have like brought into my world is I used to work at a um, a store that did a lot of things, but they sold um, weed killers. And so I was also conditioned to think that like chickweed and... Um, especially dandelions oh, and yeah. many other things were these weeds that were invasive and we needed to get rid of them to have these pretty yards. And it's so painful for me actually to think about what I did to my yard and everyone's space around me really, mm-hmm. because when you're putting weed eaters into a space, like that's so incredibly toxic. And you guys really highlighted we're living in this like magical realm and Mm. we don't acknowledge it, but it's so Mm. fucking cool when you do, because like one of the things you'll often say, and I'll let Mm. you say it. Um, it's one of the ideas that what grows around you is something that your, your body actually needs. So the things that you are considering the weeds are really your body communicating with the natural environment around you and mother earth still coming to meet you to be like, Oh, you need this right now. Mm -hmm. So check out what's in your own backyard. Mm -hmm. What's out your own front door. And that might be a medicine for you. So is that something like, cause I notice when I study the plants here in Alaska and I'm, I'm like looking at what I want to use Mm -hmm. in different salves and whatnot Mm. there's a lot of plants here for joint pain and arthritis and like I noticed that the cold weather as I get older Mm -hmm. (laughs) like I'm like oh I can tell it's gonna rain because Mm -hmm. this joint is hurting and like Mm -hmm. oh my gosh and I wonder if like that earth created all these like amazing plants Mm -hmm. for joint pain because Pause and think about that. Really, I want our, everyone to think about how fantastical that is that it feels like a fantasy movie that you would mm-hmm. walk outside and medicine would just be growing around you that is specifically made for oh, you. Oh, yeah. The more you learn about plants, the more exciting it is to go on a walk. Yes. Oh, it's like, God. oh my goodness, here's all of these like magical things all around that you. That are yes. communicating. They have their own network of communication mm-hmm. and the fact that they can become more bitter if they feel that a predator is around that's going to eat them or ingest them. And mm-hmm. the fact that they have noises that they actually make. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. High frequency sounds that plants make. Yes! Mm-hmm. You got we're living in a sci-fi fantasy movie (laughs) growth and vibration they're like making growing yes yeah 
And I'm always eating sap when we're like going out for walks and things because I think it's important to be telling my body like what's going on right Mm -hmm. now. This is what stage we're in. We're in the stage where the sap is like freely flowing. So I I try to get those flavors in. And eating like pine pollen when you're on walks. Oh my gosh, yeah. I'm always nibbling on pine pollen in the spring. Connecting (laughs) to your environment. Yes. What's your favorite thing to forage? Um, One of my favorites is yarrow. And I love yarrow because it's this really amazing herb so Mm -hmm. glad that you brought it up it's in our school cross yeah amber and i got to put like our most favorite things into the school of woo woo crest and And amber chose yarrow Mm -hmm. yarrow's gotta go in it's like my spirit herb i say it's the herb for the zombie apocalypse because if you're bleeding or anything if you are around yarrow or i keep dried yarrow in my medicine chest or in my first aid kit you can put it on the wound and it'll stop the bleeding which is really cool we will say if you decide to forage on your own, which we totally, totally recommend, just to keep a little bit of idea about the ethics of foraging. Yes. That you yes. really, there's um, one of the tenets of foraging is you would only take like a third of what's available because you always want to leave some for the person behind you. You would mm-hmm. leave some for your brother or your sister. And then you would also leave some for the plant. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then there's some plants that, Unless you're choosing to grow them in your own yard, which we highly recommend. Yeah. Um, just we would encourage you, you to kind of not them. purchase them or pick them, which would be like white sage and then Palo Santo are mm-hmm. ones that people are using a lot right now. Especially yes. in the woo-woo circles. Yes. yes. And so. these are plants that are a little bit more over-harvested. And mm-hmm. you can use sage that you've grown. Oh, my gosh. I, yeah. That I highly recommend because it's such a beautiful practice then to burn it because you have this relationship already with this Mm -hmm. plant and so you're imbuing your space with even more love and sacredness so you you grow your sage with rose quartz i do Mm -hmm. i do tucked in around it and i just love to use it but also i'm like use it more thoughtfully than Mm -hmm. i like ever have in the past with any sage which just gives me like you know we learn we grow we do things differently yeah as we get new information things change yeah so there's no judgment if you have purchased a ton of white sage or palo santo in your past now you know Mm -hmm. yeah don't dump it out yeah don't throw it away honor your honor Mm -hmm. it but don't buy any more and make sure if you are buying white sage you can find cultivated white sage Mm -hmm. and not wild crafted that's super important Mm -hmm. but there's also there's a website I think it's called United Plant Savers that talks about different plants that have been over harvested that are actually like endangered in in the wild okay that's very helpful united plant savers Mm -hmm. thank you for sharing that yeah so tell us about the class that you have coming up so this class has kind of been a little bit of a long time in the making and it's happening this saturday february 1st Mm -hmm. from 1 to 4 p.m it's a cold flu and cough clinic so we're going to talk about some traditional thai internal therapies or remedies that you can take for at the onset of a cold or once the cold settles into like to kick its ass out of your body more quickly and then we'll talk about some local herbs that you can go and forage and use to help kick colds out of your body and then stuff to do for coughs and then also we're going to talk about flu which is kind of everybody's a little bit on edge these days Mm -hmm. with the whole coronavirus thing Mm -hmm. and we're also going to talk about how scraping therapy and you're going to learn about scraping therapy how to use scraping therapy if you do get sick to kind of kick that sickness out of your body i'm super excited about this class because i always want to learn more about herbs and how to use them Mm -hmm. but also i don't have health insurance so Mm -hmm. as someone who hasn't had health insurance for a decade it's nice to learn more about herbs and just if you don't want to go to the doctor as often and it's so empowering to be able to take control of your own health And I know that Thai medicine and Ayurveda both teach people ways to take care of themselves. But with that herbalism component, it's like, it's not just taking care of yourself to keep yourself in balance. It's like, no, what happens when you go out of balance? Yeah. And people often feel really out of control. Like, oh, I have to go see someone. It's like, what if you have to go to your kitchen and get herbs together Mm -hmm. and then ingest them? Like, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. What if, like, what a different concept Mm -hmm. and really empowering for people to have some control over their own bodies. Mm -hmm. Especially if you have children, it can be really scary. You know, when it's yourself, it's one thing, but having a sick child is just 
scary and heartbreaking. So mm-hmm. to be empowered with scraping and herbs that you can use on your own child is also incredibly valuable. Mm-hmm. And then you have some fun takeaways that we're going to actually get to take home with us. Yeah, after gifts class. with purchase of class. Right. Oh, yeah. So you'll get an herbal compress because we're going to cover that because herbal compresses are really nice if you're congested. Mm-hmm. Just that heat. And then a scraping tool and then also some capsules of some special herbs. And how would someone register for this class? If you want to register, you can go to www.5, and that's the number 5, 5elementmedicinals.com, and you can register under the workshops. You can also, like, slide into my DMs on Instagram, and I'll send you a link. Mm -hmm. And at Instagram, I'm at 5.element.medicinals. So we'll share your information on our social media as well so people can easily find you. Yeah, and people can always reach out to us if they're like, who is that, you know, Thai medicine? We'll be like, yeah. We'll send the information out that way as well. All right. And I do have some things on my website if people are like wanting to peruse that. Yeah, some definitely. We always encourage people to go. Tinctures and mm-hmm. herbs and stuff. Okay. This has been amazing. Thank you so much. Finally. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for being a part of our Blanket 4 experience and being one of our guests. Oh my gosh, it's been my honor. All right, bye students. Bye Bye, class. Thanks for attending that class, students. And for today's homework, we're going to recommend that you take the seven peppercorns in the morning on an empty stomach. Try it for at least a week, but really since it's a slow medicine, we'd say try it for a month and see if there's any improvement in your health. So the darker, the juicier, the plumper, the better. Did I just write Amber's Tinder profile? <laughs> it is pretty much what it what it said, yes. When I, when I had one. So pop on over to Apple Podcasts, rate, review, subscribe. We can see if you're doing the extra credit, BT dub. So (laughs) if you feel so inclined, please do rate, review, subscribe, and then follow us on social media. We love to chat with you. We'll see you on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.